Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another week of Hero or Zero here on the Heroes for Hire podcast. My name is Sean Mean, and joining me, as always, is toothbrush thief, Mr. Connor Lawler. I just love cleaning teeth. <laughs> yeah, that's, I don't think that's the toothbrush, uh, the toothbrush thief's whole deal. But, but sure, what? if he's stealing toothbrushes, does he not want them all for himself? I was thinking it was so that other people's teeth would be dirty, but it's your improv. I don't okay. mean to step no, on your toes. <laughs> it feels like you're stepping on my toes. I'm just saying, do it right. <laughs> it's like, it's improv, there's nothing wrong. But what you did there was not very good. I just, uh, Look, we'll, we'll, we'll write it out, we'll do it line by line, we'll say what you're meant to say. That's how we'll improv it this time. Give it, give it a yes and, give it a yes and, keep going. Yes, and Connor, this is Hero or Zero. Now, would you like to tell everyone what this show is all about? So, Hero or Zero is the show where we choose one comic book character every single week, and we talk their good points and their bad points, and we just generally give you a bit of a rundown of everything to do with that character. Now, I normally do DC, and Sean covers Marvel characters because he doesn't like himself. I could only assume, <laughs> um, but this True. week. <laughs> But that's nothing to do with Marvel. <laughs> and but last week I did Vixen from DC. So Sean, it is your week. And so I'm excited to hear what ridiculous character. They'll never make money, those Marvel guys. What no, Whoever you've come downhill. up with here. Yeah, now, Hero Zero, famously, the one show every couple of weeks that I have to put any work in. Yeah, uh, you know, I have to think of a character that I like and do a report on them. Didn't even have to do it this week. Mm. Uh, this character was sent in by a friend of the show, listener Kieran Colwick. Thank you very much for sending this in. This was a character that I knew a little bit about, um, and then I got an excuse to do a deep dive on it. Mm. So this week, Connor, I am covering the spot. The, the, the spot. The spot. Yes, that's the. 
That, yeah, T H E spot. No, um, that's the that's the spot. That that's was improv. That was improv. Uh, yeah, yes, and yes, <laughs> yes. I'm throwing all the gold out. <laughs> but um, yeah, so the spot, aka Jonathan Owen, and just gonna give you a bit of a rundown of him. So the first thing to know about him. Jonathan Owen earned his doctorate at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, where he was roommates, Connor, with Quentin Beck. Quentin uh, Beck. Quentin Beck, uh, famously... Very uh, mysterious fa- man. Very mysterious man. That was good. That was good. <laughs> uh, yeah, failed um, actor, Mysterio. Um, and so, basically, Jonathan Owen got a degree. I think it's in engineering or something like that. Vague science stuff. I mean, I think a lot of Marvel, a lot of characters all have doctorates. Like, there's yeah. so many doctors, but they all... I think I even read sometimes that they're like, oh, they all went to the same... They all went to the same college or something. Yeah, it's like MIT and NYU, and then, like, everyone has gone there, basically. Yeah. Um, so, as a scientist, um, Jonathan ended up working for the Kingpin, um, oh. Wilson Fisk. So... Uh, Dr. Owen was assigned to reproduce um, the powers of Cloak. Uh, now, Cloak, who we might have discussed before on Hero Zero, um, character who's able to channel the Dark Force, meaning famous he can teleport... From, famous from Cloak and Dagger. From Cloak and Dagger, exactly. So he can teleport himself and others um, through dimensions and into anywhere. So the Kingpin is quite keen to find this out. Okay, um, makes sense, because Kingpin is always like... What, you've got a cool power? I want to use that to make money. Yeah, now look, it's a whole background thing. Basically, Kingpin's uh, wife, Vanessa, um, she's very, very ill. And so the project started out, they were trying to use Dagger's powers of healing. Um, But then Jonathan Owen accidentally created Cloak's powers. So they were like, let's run with this for a while. (laughs) Oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah, um, so... Working late one night, he succeeded. He created a solid black circular portal. In doing so, the drain on the city's power became so great that a blackout washed over the city, causing the portal to start to destabilise. Fearful of losing a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, uh, Jonathan stepped into the portal... It's always the worst plan. It's the wor- Quick, like into the portal. <laughs> if like this man of science went to MIT, essentially creates a black hole in a lab and just strolls into it. <laughs> like of the two steps, it's just it's destabilizing. If that's your first line, and your second thought is better, quick jump into it before it destabilizes <laughs> further. You're not very good at science. No. Um, and so, once he stepped in, the shock of the entry caused him to pass out. <laughs> makes sense. It does make sense. He awoke floating weightlessly in a strange dimension. Now, he initially thought that this was the dark dimension that Cloak could access. However, he soon realised um, that he was in a different dimension, a place of half darkness and half light. Right. There was... There was a seemingly infinite number of portals surrounding him in this place, um, all in the shape of black dots. Now, oh, okay. this might remind you of a DC Comics character that you've talked about before, Mirror, mirror Master. Master. Yes, yes. I, that's the first thing I thought of, that he goes into the mirror 
dimension and he has millions of basically every reflective surface in the world he can come back out of exactly and it's very similar that um we'll get to him the spot um he can enter this dimension all of his own um, and he can access any of these black holes that he has um, he managed to find the original portal that brought him into the dimension and slip back through it um so he's he's able to what that establishes basically he's able to enter and leave as he pleases but he has to leave through the same portal that he came in okay interesting i think mirror master has that in terms of if he brings someone else with him i think they have to leave through the same mirror but he can leave through every mirror yeah that's it's kind of similar it's 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 not really a huge plot point honestly i'll get to it later in the report my thoughts on the spot um but we'll get to it so Ohm emerged back into the lab. His body had undergone a radical transformation. The portals from the other dimensions had adhered to his skin, covering him with black spots from head to toe. Oh, um, okay. It was like he didn't even have a mouth anymore. Uh, it was just all black dots, basically. Um, Realising that the spots were portable space warps. Every time you walked past the scientist, by the way, they were like, quick, jump into him! <laughs> he just kept getting, He just kept getting tackled to the ground by other people. This is our lab. one shot. <laughs> um, so he, he realised they were space warps. He started to think that he might be able to use them to defeat anyone in battle. Oh, um, when they, whenever they start thinking that is always a bad start. That's true. So his whole thing is that he wants to... This is a really fucked character motivation, by the way. It makes no sense. Okay. He wants to set himself up as, like, a villain for hire, like a henchman, so that he can fund his own research. That's the opposite of us. (laughs) He's our enemy. Um, (laughs) So that he can kind of come out from under the kingpin's thumb and go out and make his own money. He doesn't realise he can just teleport into a bank and stake the money. Yeah. Okay, yeah, no. You know what I... One of the worst parts of comic books is when they create a character like with a really cool idea, but then he takes real small scale. However, yeah. that can be also quite fun. What was your... The Ringmaster. Oh, Ringmaster. The Ringmaster <laughs> yeah. was my favourite character of all time because he was so bad. He could... <laughs> couldn't he convince anyone of doing anything? Yeah, he, was ba- he could basically mind control anyone he met. And he only wanted to do was run a circus. So I love the idea that the spot has the ability to rob every bank or get anything he wants. And he's just like, I'll be hired out as a mercenary and work for other people until I build up enough funds to start break out on my own. Like he doesn't have that enterprising spirit. Really. He's not an entrepreneur at all. No, not at all. Um, so in the meantime... Um, Black Cat recently made a... Okay, this is just a background, because the spotter just kind of pops up in the comics, um, and then he's not around for a very long time. Um, so, Missy, Black Cat made a deal with Kingpin that she would do a job for him, and he would get her powers. Um, she, we did in the report, he gave her bad luck powers. Um, so anyone around her experienced bad luck. Now, Spider-Man hears about this, that she made a deal with Kingpin, and he's not pleased. No. Um so what he decides is that they're both going to go and confront Kingpin and get him to take back the deal. I like um, the idea. She's like, just leave it. No, we're going to go see him. <laughs> right? Now, <laughs> Mr. Kingpin, you're after doing bad things there. And so the spot figures, if I can defeat Spider-Man, 
I'll be able to defeat anyone. Class. Good thinking. Think yeah. big. Think big. So um, the spot um, revealed himself as uh, Spider-Man landed on the roof. He announced to Spider-Man, I am your new enemy, the spot. Great start. A fantastic start to any battle. Spider-Man collapsed on the roof laughing at the name. (laughs) (laughs) Which makes sense. It really does. Um, You're called Spider-Man. Like, come on, dude. (laughs) Like, this is where, like, Spider-Man laughs at the spot. And from then on, he's basically seen as a joke in Marvel Comics. Um, And the writers have never really changed that, except for one story I'll touch on. Um, but he, they just kind of don't know what to do with him because um, he's like super powerful. But he's he also ridiculous. Well, he's yeah, ridiculously like, powerful. If he's covered in black holes and he has yeah. access to all dimensions, I think that's pretty. Po- that's like godlike power. But they put it in, in an idiot who doesn't quite understand how to use them. Yes, and he could do. He could be such a terrifying character, but they never use him right. But anyway, the first time he fights Spider Man. Um, he does win um, by virtue of the fact that Spider-Man can't land a hit on him because any time Spider-Man punches the spot, the spot moves a black mark on his body and makes Spider-Man punch himself. Okay, that is fucking great, first of all. Yeah. And that is a really good fight. And I'm assuming if he does that for that one fight, he never loses any fights. We'll get to that. Okay. Of course, Spider-Man has to win in the end. Um, now, what I will say, the spot does occasionally throw punches at Spider-Man. Um, and they always land because he can make the punch come from anywhere. And until that black circle appears, uh, he can make the black circles appear in midair, by the way. That's just a thing he oh, can do. Oh, for God. Fucking hell. Okay. <laughs> uh, until that black circle appears, Spider-Man's spider sense doesn't kick in. So he doesn't know where it's coming from. He is Spider-Man's newest, biggest villain. The thing is, the spot is just a regular man aside from the fact he can do that. So he is the strength of a regular man. So he's punching this, like, god. Just with, like, really little weeby fucking punches. It's, like, he just can't... It's like, he can punch him all day, he's not going to hurt him. <laughs> that, um, that reminds me of The Incredibles, when Dash is, like, dodging, and then he punches the one guy, and he... The, they're on, like, the flying saucer yeah, thing. Yeah. And he punches him once, and he's like, ha And the guy's <laughs> like, you you little kid! It's just like, I'm so powerful. And he slightly punches Spider-Man. Oh, wait, no, no effect. Right. No. But I cannot be beaten, though. Ha-ha! <laughs> so it's a stalemate, really. <laughs> uh, the reason he lost in the rematch against Spider-Man was because Spider-Man tricked him. Um, he... He tricked him into throwing too many of his spots around. um, And so the spot didn't have enough to defend himself with. So all the spots on his body, he pulls those off himself to throw them. And once they're gone, they don't reappear. He has to go pick them up and put them back on. (laughs) (laughs) Is there anything sadder than a guy running after something he's throwing to pick it back up? (laughs) (laughs) So... Uh, after this defeat, Owen lost confidence and he thought himself unfit to be a supervillain. I mean, you came up against Spider-Man. Start <laughs> On lower. day one. He's had his powers about four hours at this point. Like, just 
face somebody else. Like, even fight Black Cat. She's pretty good, but she's not yeah. Spider-Man. Like, Spider-Man is Spider-Man. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, you, you went too big too soon. Like, work your way up. It's like becoming um, a hero and then being like, I'm going to fight Galactus. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> it's, yeah. So, uh, uh, many years later, um, the spot reappeared. And this time, he had teamed up with lesser regarded villains called of Grizzly, course. the Gibbon, and Kangaroo. Lesser than him. Lesser than him. Oh, um, tough crowd. Yeah, so they formed what was called the Spider-Man Revenge Squad. <laughs> They had all been basically beaten by Spider-Man. I mean, this is not going to go well. Four well, idiots. Connor, just because they're also known as the Legion of Losers yes. does not mean that mm. they're not going to win. They had to, but sometimes you have to win to then understand what a loss means. So maybe they won once and then they went on a bit of a losing streak. Is that what you're going to tell me? Well, look, what I'll say to you there is that they went to rob a bank... Uh, mm. They ended up fighting Spider-Man, mm. and it seemed like they won. But for a very simple reason, Spider-Man threw the fight because he was hoping he was hoping to inspire Grizzly and Gibbon into becoming good guys. <laughs> of course, like he thinks so little. He's just like, yeah, okay, right. I'm just going to throw the fight. And hope for those two to become good. But also, they're going to be shit good guys. But it's better than them robbing banks. What can you do? Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, they rob the bank. And then um, what happens is... Uh, Grizzly like and charity. It, it really is. They, like, they tur- Grizzly and Gibbon turn on the other two. And they're like, we don't want to do this. And they come and they just give the money back to Spider-Man. Because <laughs> he's so... Like, that's so obvious. And then I suppose the spot's like... Guys, come on! I'm his biggest villain! I have him on the ropes! There, and this is the kind of the trend for the spot stories for a lot of it, is that he's a joke, he's an idiot, he's seen as a not very capable villain. There's one story in particular um, that I really like. It's what happens basically, the spot has an ex-wife and a son. Um, the son is injured um, in a drive-by by the Magia. He's just like a bystander. Who gets and hurt. the Magia is the Mafia in Marvel, but Stanley just yes. changed the letter. Yeah, they know. didn't want to anger the Mafia back yeah. in the day. Stanley's um, big into Mafia. <laughs> so you have this story, and it's just the spot going around and taking out like leading members of the Magia using his powers. That's uh, that's a cool story. Yeah, like he and like it's fucked because he can pull someone's arms and legs into the dimension and just leave them hanging there. While he, like, cuts their throat. Like. Okay. Right. So what you're telling me is, like, he's so powerful. He's uh, He should be unstoppable, but they don't know how to write him. Or they refuse to write him Because he could be way. unstoppable. But, yeah, because how do you beat that? Like, I and thank God they built in that limit. That, like, he has a certain number of spots he can throw. But when he's just, like, he goes around, he takes out all these Magia members. He doesn't speak the entire comic. He's just oh. like this force of nature just on a mission he wants revenge because his son got shot. But that's really cool. And that's like the it's most amazing. interesting story. It's so, like it's so much better because and then after that story he goes right back to being an idiot. Intre- that must have just been one comic book writer that was like we can make him really cool and then yeah. he wrote that story 
And then they were like, yeah, but we're just going to go back to making him a joke. Exactly. And I'd love to see him get like, do you remember Jack O'Lantern, who we talked yes. about? Where he started off as this goofy kind of character and then he got this really dark, horrible version of himself. Mm. I'd love to see that happen for the spot that he becomes like this weird body horror dude. Why doesn't um, he just become a mercenary? I, I I don't know is the answer. Like he does occasionally, but he always is either killed straight away <laughs> or uh, just gives up, you know, that he decides he's not in it anymore. That's so interesting for a character that powerful to be written out of comic books. That's it screams of this is a really cool idea, especially because like that is it's very Mirror Master vibes, and Mirror Master is we is really powerful. Who we've kind of discussed mm. him here on the show, but I think he's more powerful because I don't think Mirror Master can throw the mirrors and like have them hang in the air. Yeah, he just he needs to. He goes where a mirror is. He can't. And so, yeah, he pops out, and what he can do is he can grab you and drag you into the mirror dimension and just leave you there. And so the idea is like he's the Flash's villain. He drags the Flash in, and then it's like now Flash, you've got a trillion surfaces, and you have to find the one you came out of. Okay, bye. Yeah. Whereas, like with the like with the spot, it's oh, I've pulled you into this dimension. There's one door you can leave through, and then here's a like a billion other identical black dots that you can pick from. And so, is he not like a main villain of Cloak and Dagger then? Not really. No, he like he he's. I'll be honest with you, Connor. He's on kind of the same level as like Eight Ball is. That is just, mad. That's yeah, fucking mad. He just hangs out in the bar with no name, and just until the story needs. Oh, here's a goon that looks kind of interesting. Um, he that was on a so version weird. of. The, yeah, he was on a version of the Sinister Six at one point, um, but again, he was the comic relief, I think. Mm. So it's like, ah, oh, just make him fucking interesting. Um, I think he could beat um, Kingpin in a fight. Yeah, because he doesn't need to. He just needs to put a big portal at his feet, and he's gone. Like, yeah, like put him halfway down, and then two portals at both arms, and then just walk around killing people. Yeah, just slitting throats. Fucking hell. That is like, such a wasted opportunity. I mean, he's a shit character because they do nothing with him, but it's one of those that he's only shit because they make him shit. Yeah, like, it's it's he's he's compared a lot to Polka Dot Man as well in DC. I um, about that. Well, like, not in terms of, like, quality of character, but in yeah. terms of, oh, he's a character based around spots, I guess. I suppose uh, it is a dumb character. What's the outfit like? It's, like, it's, it's not even an outfit a lot of the time. It's, like, he's just an, a bleached white... With black dots all over him. He actually looks really cool. It's a really like striking design. Um, oh, yeah. So like that's that's a cool part about him. Like yeah. he sh- if Deadpool works, this dude should work. Yeah, if Deadpool wor- he should be Deadpool. Like he should be going around killing people who you should follow him killing all these people that have wronged him. Or he could even be like Deadshot. Or just some dude that goes around just taking people out. Yeah, just like he's a mercenary and he just does what he, he can't can he be put, stopped. Can he put the portal, say, on their arm and then, like, close the portal? So it, like, closes off and it chops off oh, their I arm guess or something. You, I think he can, yeah. Fuck! Or, like, okay. he moves the portal. Like, Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. Like, uh, yeah, onto powers and abilities. There's only one, really. Um, and it's teleportation is, like, how it's described. So, 
being exposed to the spotted dimension, um, the, the spot's skin has been bleached white and dotted with warps in space. The spots can transport things or people to another area by way of passing through the spotted dimension and coming out in another place. Um, he can teleport himself or extend parts of his own body over various distances, as defined by his spots. He has the ability to move the spots all over his body or take them off and place them somewhere else, even suspending them in midair. Fuck. Um, uh, he was he specialised in physics as a scientist. Mm-hmm. And he has the normal strength of a man of his size who engages in minimal activity. <laughs> right. Minimal activity. Yeah. And he his weakness then, he cannot throw an unlimited number of space warps because he draws on the ones from his own body. Spider-Man defeated Spot when his own body was mostly white. I mean, it's hardly like the biggest weakness to say the sentence, he can only throw a certain amount of space warps. Oh yeah, yeah. alright. Can he throw and one? He has, Sounds for good. He has about 60 on him, like. Yeah, I think that's enough space warps for any man. I think that'll do. That'll do, yeah. And then the sun is 1 to 7 rating system. He has a durability of 3, energy projection of 0, fighting skills of 2, intelligence of 5, speed of 7, and strength Fuck. of 2. Intelligence and speed are off the charts. Yeah, they're really good. And, like, if he trained at all... <laughs> if he lifted a weight just for a little bit... Just, like, you know, go train with, like, some villain for a month. He will be such a capable character. I'm really looking forward, because I have a feeling they're going to do him up, like, in common comics. That they're going to do, oh, here's the spot, but he is, like, a force to be reckoned with. mm uh, like he's not I, a I think it could work anymore. Yeah, no, I, th- I think that would be like. I suppose it's the case of if you're a joke for long enough, there's always going to be another writer that comes in, and they're going to be like, "We can make this character cool." Yeah, because like, and you've heard it like for what twenty five minutes now. You see how that character can be better, right? Potential, just pure potential of just making him. He shouldn't go up against Spider Man, but also he could defeat Spider Man by just trapping both his arms and his legs, and then he can't fucking go anywhere. Yeah, and like you, you, you can't land a hit on him either. No, like if you if he just traps Spider Man's arms and his legs, and so he can't move, and then you just get a big. Com- comedically sized hammer and just keep beating them over the head with it eventually you'll win that's true like and it's sad to say but that is how you would win and it's not a, might not be the most interesting story to watch but no, but I want to see it correct um, no I, I would recommend anyone like even just go on google images because there is pictures of the spot like killing those mercenaries and it's a completely different vibe to when he was introduced Back in like Spider Man number ninety seven or whatever it was. What um, year was that? Um, let me think because it was around the time that they were doing the whole black suit Spider Man thing. Okay. Um, Spider Man ninety seven, the spot. Because I I think it was like spectacular, yeah, spectacular Spider Man number ninety seven, um, in nineteen eighty four. It's been around uh, so a while. Silver Age. Yeah, been, been around a while and it's due for a fucking revamp, I would say. Absolutely. No, I think that's a very, very cool character, but also annoying that they're missing the boat. Yeah, it, it, but again, potential. 
You know, it could. Ta- I it want could to see him fight Thanos. Him v Thanos would be good. It'd be a pretty decent fight, I would say, until Thanos just like won because that's what Thanos does. <laughs> yes, was. Um, do you want me to take us out, Sean? Yes, please, Connor. Thank you. So, if you'd like to support the show in any way, we do have a Patreon. And over there, we do lots of movie reviews and series reviews. We recently finished up on our Falcon and Winter Soldier review. Um, we also did a Wolverine Origins review. We've covered The Incredibles, which is a movie we've talked about here. Um, mm-hmm. We've covered, I don't know how many movies at this stage, but if you give $5 or more a month, you get access to basically every movie review and every TV show review we've ever done over there. You can go back and listen to the whole catalogue. Um, otherwise, you can support the show by buying some of our merch. Uh, we've got that over on our spreadsheet. That is down below in a link. Most importantly, though, you could give us a follow or a like on whatever platform you're using this on. Oh, um, please. Likes are always very, very welcome, even just even if it's three stars. Just tell us something that we could improve on or tell us we're great. Either way, yeah, whatever way you feel. Constructive feedback. <laughs> I don't mind. Tell Shawnee shit sometimes. That's not Aww. constructive, but that's fine. It's More destructive towards Sean. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then... You could, as I said, give us a like and follow any podcast platform you're listening to. Um, give us a follow on any social media, so Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We do have a Facebook group called Detective Divilman's Discussion Group, if you want to join that. All that stuff is linked down below. But most importantly, just tell one human being that we exist. Just the one, please. So, I have been Connor Lawler. I have been Sean Mayer. And we'll see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. 